There's a lot of great things happening at Tennessee Athletics. Welcome back to another episode of the Everything Orange podcast. It's officially November, y'all, which means basketball season is upon us. And with that being said, I think you can figure out where this podcast is going this week. Prior to coming to Tennessee, she finished the 2022-23 season with honors such as ACC All-Tournament Team and All-ACC Second Team. Then when she decided to enter the transfer portal, she basically had her pick at where she wanted to go. And ultimately, the number four ESPN rated transfer landed on Rocky Top. She brings a lot of talent, experience and leadership this year to the Lady Vols. And I know that this fan base is just absolutely going to welcome her with open arms, especially after listening to this podcast. So with that being said, please welcome to the Everything Orange podcast, Jules Spear. Jules Spear, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the podcast today. Thank you for having me. So before I even get into your background, I want to ask where the name Jewel came from, because I hear your dad had a unique story in naming you. Yes, yeah, so my dad was an alpha at FAM, Florida A&M, who was actually our first game of the season, which is also exciting. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that the whole background, but I just know he kind of got my name from his fraternity. Yes, because a jewel is like very sacred to their fraternity and he mm -hmm. immediately knew that he wanted to name you that, which I thought was so cool when I was reading an article about you. I was like, yes. gotta ask about <laughs> that. So can you give me a little bit of background about yourself growing up with your mom and your dad, your two brothers, your sandwich in the middle between the two of them. What was it like growing up in Texas? Growing up in Texas was exciting. I would say very competitive. I have an older brother who's actually playing overseas in Italy right now, oh, wow. um, playing basketball. And then I have a younger brother who's a sophomore in high school who also plays basketball. So sports kind of ran in our family. My little brother, um, we kind of have an argument now is if he's the best one or if he's going to be the mm. best one, just because he's been around the sport a long time. Okay. But growing up around two brothers, it's made me – I'd say tough in a sense, but also um, just knowing that we have a close bond and they're always protecting me since I'm the only girl. Yeah, definitely. I grew up an only child, so I never got to know that feeling, but I always wanted a brother, not even a sister. I just always wanted a brother to grow up with because I felt like, you know, especially an older brother, they just, you know, have your back all the time. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So your mom grew up playing basketball and your dad went to West Virginia to play basketball too. So it's safe to say basketball runs pretty deep in your family, but they didn't just pigeonhole you in basketball. You grew up playing all different kinds of sports. Yes, yeah, so I grew up playing softball. Uh, I ran track. I also did competitive swimming. So okay. I was around everything. So like my mom, when I go home for the summer, uh, she advises that I do, you know, swimming to help my conditioning, just to give uh, my body just a little bit more, you know, relaxation instead of running on, you know, hard services and stuff like that, since I do that a lot with basketball. Yeah, I grew up swimming too, and I feel like the one thing I loved about it was just you could get a full body workout, and it was, like you said, very relaxing. I feel like for me, I got pretty bored sometimes though in the water because you can't listen to music and you can't like, you know, banter with your teammates. You're just <laughs> yeah. alone in the lane by yourself. So yeah. I got a little bored sometimes in practice. It's definitely <laughs> different, but I'd say like it's peaceful in the sense that Agreed. basketball, you're always hearing talking, like you're always communicating, but like with swimming, you can kind of just have your alone time, like, yeah. you know, mentally and just being able to think through things, control your breathing and mm -hmm. help that. 
No, definitely. Compared to what you have to do on the daily, it's probably refreshing to have yes. that me time. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. What was your favorite that you played outside of basketball growing up? Definitely softball. Okay. If I didn't play basketball, I'd probably play softball because I played shortstop growing up. I really liked um, being in the field. Um, I know a lot of softball players like offense, just like basketball players, like they like hitting. But mm -hmm. um, I would say I really liked playing shortstop, being active, making yeah. plays for my team and just being a leader on the field. Yeah, well, you've got an exciting uh, spring then coming up because obviously we have a super talented softball yes. team. And I know you love supporting all of the athletics here. So that'll be so fun to see you at some games in the spring. Um, let's talk a little bit about your journey to Tennessee, because when you entered the transfer portal, you had basically your pick at where you wanted to go. So many schools reached out to you immediately. What stood out to you at Tennessee that made you want to commit to being a Lady Vol so quickly? Yes, it's a funny story. So like, like you said, a lot of schools reached out and I was kind of just letting my phone ring at first because it was kind of overwhelming. Um, and then I called my dad and I'm like, Dad, Coach Kelly called from Tennessee. Uh, what do you think? Because I just like to get my dad and my family's insight. And sure. my dad's like, I'm not really surprised. Uh, like, he's like, you know, Jordan Horston, just mm -hmm. a very great player, just um, graduated, and they're going to need, you know, a scorer, a wing player, wing player. And I was like, okay, I could see myself fitting there. And then as I started talking with Coach Kelly a little bit more, I just started feeling like she was like, obviously she's a mom. She has, you know, two children, but mm -hmm. you could feel that um, when she was talking to you, just knowing that she cares for you off the court, but also like the culture here at Tennessee is different. I wanted to play at a bigger stage, bigger environment. Um, coming from a little bit smaller school um, that I'm thankful that I went to at Wake Forest that prepared me for this. But mm -hmm. I really do think that Tennessee is the place to be, and I'm excited to get started. And then before you even got here, you had a super fun summer. First, you went to the foreign tour in Italy and Greece with the Lady Vols. And then as soon as you got back, you and Rakia had to jump on another plane to go compete and practice in the 2023 Women's FIBA America Cup. So what out of those experiences this summer did you enjoy the most? What memories do you have from them? Uh, I enjoyed everything, honestly. It was very helpful, you know, being a transfer, first-time transfer, going to a new school, new environment. You have to kind of just understand new players and new people, um, learn how they are off the court as well as on the court. And I think going to Italy, Greece, and having that experience was so exciting because I was able to, you know, connect with Rakia, not only um, in Italy and Greece, but also in Mexico when we went to USA. So that kind of helped us bond off the court, which has helped us on the court as well. Mm -hmm. But just, you know, learning about the new transfers with Destiny, Avery, you know, Talasia, yeah. and um, seeing how they are, seeing how they're doing, how we're both in this, you know, system and this process together and just feeding off each other. What was your favorite memory that you have being um, in Europe on the trip with the team? I'd probably say Capri. We had a private boat tour. So just oh, seeing wow. like the beautiful water. Yeah. You know the water is very beautiful there. So seeing crystal that. Crystal clear, a little different Crystal here. clear, <laughs> for sure. And then seeing like the rocks and everything. Mm -hmm. And then um, just being with my teammates, like I said, and uh, enjoying that time together. What did you think of the food? The food was, it was different, but okay. it was good. Like I remember when we were in, um, let's see, when we were in Italy, I remember like the spaghetti being really, really fresh. Yes. And the portion sizes were smaller, so I had to get two, okay. but it was still <laughs> really good. I feel like the thing about Italy, because I went over there, I, I studied abroad there um, when I was in college, you can eat as much pizza and pasta that you want, and mm. you don't feel nearly as full, full or weighed uh -uh. down that you do here when you, you don't. eat it. And another thing I had to adjust to is like, 
um, like the time you get your food, you know, like we're always like this here in yes. America, like we want our food now, but over there they kind of take their time. Yes. So you just have to have patience, which I struggle yes. with at times, <laughs> as people know, but <laughs> I mean, it was good yeah. at the end. So yeah. yeah. And um, no ice in their water, right? No, you I'm an ice, per I'm a ice person too. <laughs> I know Jill on our team, she literally orders any drink with no ice and I just can't do it. No. Like, I have to have ice. I need my beverage cold. Yes, especially <laughs> in the summer. Like mm -hmm. you're walking around, you're doing all these tours. Like I just want a refreshing glass yes. of water and you can't even, you can't get the ice. It's just no. warm water and yeah. you just have to enjoy it. Yep, you gotta learn <laughs> to like it. We talked about Rakia Jackson, somebody that you created a close relationship with very quickly. Having somebody like her in your corner, having gone through the same thing that you're going through right now just a year prior, what's it meant like to have that relationship with her and have her support? Yeah, it means the world. I remember at USA Trials in Colorado, we were actually roommates, and I picked her brain, like, why she chose Tennessee, and it was kind of similar reasons for me, so I knew, like, if I ever had any questions or any, you know, anything I needed to ask her about, I could. Um, she's like a big sister for real, a uh, role model, so just... You know, being on the court with her, but also off the court, just our bond, how it's growing in such short time is really special. And then before you got here, Coach Harper told you that Tennessee is an everything school. And mm -hmm. that was something that really excited you. You wanted to be there to support all of your fellow student athletes here. I've seen you at soccer games. You've been at packed out Neyland stadiums. You've mm -hmm. been to volleyball, multiple games. How fun has it been for you to immerse yourself in all of Tennessee athletics and be able to create these relationships outside of women's basketball? Yeah, I think it just comes from my upbringing, like coming from a smaller town, uh, the colony, Texas, which not a lot of people hear of. Um, we really just prided ourselves on supporting each other. So going to volleyball games, going to softball, baseball. So just, you know, when you're in a community, you always want people to support you. So why not mm -hmm. support other people? So that's what I believe in. And I know like a few of, of my teammates have been doing the same thing, going to volleyball games, going to soccer games. And it's just really cool to see like your fellow student athletes like supporting each yeah. other. And I know that's been special. You know, our volleyball team's really good. Our mm -hmm. soccer team, like you said, it's everything school. So yeah. I just hope people support us too. Oh, I'm sure they will return the favor. <laughs> I mean, everybody is so excited to see you guys like mm -hmm. compete this year. Um, you obviously share the love with everybody else. So I'm sure they will return the favor for you guys. Um, kicking off your first season as a Lady Vol, repping the Summit Blue, carrying on the Lady Vol legacy. What are you most excited about, about getting inside of TVA at the Food City Center and just going out there and playing this year? I'd say seeing the fans. I keep hearing like the fans <laughs> are going to be like crazy in a good way, like mm -hmm. exciting. Like they're going to come early to the games. They're going to support you. And I feel like I've already felt that like going around to other games, like seeing how the community comes together to support, you know, the Lady Vols. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that. Like when I first hit the court, just looking in the crowd and seeing everybody sitting there. Yeah, there. it'll be a very surreal moment for you. I feel like a lot of people, even when they aren't on Tennessee's bench when they come and play in here. They get that same feeling too, mm -hmm. like, wow, like seeing the growth of women's sports, seeing people show out for women's basketball, it's gotta be just the best feeling. It is the best, it is the best, and it's definitely on the rise. I, I just thought of this too, like the Iowa women's basketball game being played in their football stadium, yep. seeing them set the attendance record for a college women's basketball game, over 55,000 people in attendance. How cool was that to see? Yeah, it was really cool. I actually texted Caitlin because I actually know Caitlin because okay. we uh, played together. I think it's like two, three years ago on the USA team when we won gold. So yeah. I texted her. And I was like, congrats. Like, you're doing you. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So just supporting her. 
um, knowing what she's doing at Iowa and her teammates are, you know, inspiring for women's sports and people all over the world. You have another year of eligibility left this season. I know we said that you're not quite ready to make a decision. You're just still, you know, taking every day by day. But mm -hmm. you also have aspirations of going into sports broadcasting. So what excites you about both of those potential opportunities? That's another reason why I came to Tennessee, just knowing, you know, Tamika Ketchings, Candace Parker, Andrea Carter. Yeah and so forth, like just, you know, famous legends, names, those names came across when I heard Tennessee and knowing that they were able to play, you know, women's basketball here and then also be successful with sports broadcasting. Mm -hmm. So that's something I wanna do. I always wanna stay around the sport yeah. like I have been when I grew up with my, you know, my little brother and my older brother. I love any sport, that's why I kinda go to all of it. So just trying to learn about different sports other than just basketball, but also like, trying to be a sports broadcaster in basketball. Yeah, I think Andrea Carter really like launched after she was here at Tennessee. I mean, she's breaking down all these barriers, barriers doing yeah. NBA draft, doing mm -hmm. WNBA finals. Like, I mean, she even does like beach volleyball, football, men's basketball, like she's everywhere. And I'm, I'm for someone who was also interested in sports broadcasting, pursuing a career in that field, she is just somebody that is a role model and a mentor to look up to. Yeah, I definitely agree. It was. Another story I have is like growing up, I went to a lot of like basketball camps and she was at one of like the basketball camps I had grown up in, in Texas in mm -hmm. Austin. It was elite is earned. Uh, so that was a very cool camp and hearing like her story, um, like why she was playing basketball and like what her next steps were and just how you should cherish basketball. Like don't take anything for granted because you never know like what can happen. Yeah. So. She, she is an inspiration for me, just not only on the court, but seeing what she's doing off the court right now. Yeah, it's huge. And then the WNBA is also some aspirations that you have as well. What have you learned already so far being here at Tennessee about how you can continue to progress in your game and hopefully take it to the next level? Yeah, I've learned a lot here at Tennessee. Um, being around the game for a while, I'm still learning, yeah. uh, which is, you know, you don't think you can continuously learning after playing basketball since you're like five years old, but I am. Right. I don't know everything, <laughs> so I do listen to my coaches. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, just knowing at this level, like everyone can score the basketball. So like what's going to separate you, like sure. whether that's defense or mm -hmm. like hustle plays. So knowing that people know my game, but how am I gonna you know, develop my game even more to be successful in the WNBA? Yeah, um, you mentioned Jordan Horston too. She's obviously somebody that was just cherished here at Tennessee during her time. The fans loved her, her teammates loved her. How have you seen her success in the WNBA? And also how, how's that been like for you to see like that it is possible, she just did it? Yeah, I've talked to her a few times. I wouldn't say I'm like really close to sure. her, but I have watched, you know, Seattle play. Yeah. Um, when we went to Atlanta, got to see her play in person. She was That's right, very yeah. good that game as yes, well. Yeah. Um, she made the all rookie team. So just seeing like what she was able to do coming from Tennessee, it just shows you like what people coming from here can do. Yes, it's possible. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, talk a little bit too about coach uh, Kelly Harper and just how, you know, I I've had the privilege of meeting her, but she just cares for you guys just as much as athletes as she does off the court. So what's it been like, you know, creating that relationship with her and um, all that she's done for you guys? Yeah, it's been special. She's had us over to her house a couple of times, which is beautiful. Um, <laughs> so just, you know, spending time with her, at, you know, her environment, like where she's most comfortable um, and picking her brain not only like on the court, but seeing how she is off the court, you know, like I said, she's a mother. So she, she has two of her own children, but she also has us as children too. Yeah. So she also cares for us 
And I would say that she's very competitive. Like when we have recruits here, mm -hmm. um, we have to sit in like the recruit section uh, for the football games and you can just see like how much passion she has for Tennessee. So yeah. knowing like a coach that has that much passion, you know, she played here and now she's coaching here. It just shows you like what she's willing to do for Tennessee. And it kind of just motivates us to do even better. I was on the sidelines for one of the football games. And um, I think a touchdown had just happened at the end zone that I was standing near. And somebody <laughs> behind me is just screaming, going crazy. And I turned around, Coach Harper. Yep, that's her. <laughs> you got to just love her energy and how much she loves every mm -hmm. facet of the school. She does. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> um, so now... I want to transition into our little bit more of a fun section so people can get to know you a little bit better just outside of your sport. Okay. Um, when I was talking to your teammates, they told me I need to know three things about you. You love making TikTok dance videos. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, you tell really corny jokes. What? <laughs> corny is crazy. <laughs> Corny is crazy. I, I need to know who said that because corny is crazy. I keep my um, confidence a secret. But, uh, <laughs> I won't, I won't uh, tattletale on them. Um, and then lastly, that Rod Wave is yes. your favorite artist. I love Rod Wave so much. <laughs> so, That's true. <laughs> so the game that we're going to play is you're going to finish the lyrics. I'm testing your finish knowledge. Finish the lyrics? Yes. No, you can't put me on the spot. <laughs> I'm testing oh. your knowledge, okay? No, this you might should, be bad. No, you should... I, I picked out some good ones. I feel like you're going to know them. This might be bad. Yo. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> if it wasn't for favors, they'll never call you. Sometimes I need someone to talk to. Sometimes this life can be confusing. Call your friends and ask how they're doing. I'm cooling. Yeah. Most days I just be cooling. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's check. That's one go. check. There we go. <laughs> one for one. See, you're doing good. Okay. On the road, halfway home, sorry, my friend, I don't want to be alone again. So I, I'll be gone till November. Go and mark your calendar, phone keep ringing, heart keep breaking. That's definitely from gone till November. Yes, exactly. There we go. Two for two. <laughs> Moving up. Okay, this is from his first album. Oh. I know. Hunger Games 2, first album. This might be hard. Okay. Told me get him, I got him, whoa. Told me get him, I got him, whoa. Straight from the bottom, and now we way, way up. Mo money, mo problems. And now we way, way up. <laughs> Ooh, it's definitely way, way up. There she goes. Three, three for three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know you're gonna know this one. I don't even need Are to you get, sure? yes, I don't even need to get like more than three or four words into this. Harpin broke so, so many, many times. times. <laughs> I don't know what to believe. Yeah, yeah. What I want to say it's my fault. It's my fault with my heart on my sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> Just so y'all know, <laughs> no one can outdo me in raw wave songs or lyrics. They can't. What is your Spotify rap? Are you like number one rod wave? Definitely number Definitely. one rod wave. You got to be. You're like in that one percentile that is like the most listened to i believe it yes he's going to nashville and charlotte but not knoxville no. so i need him to come to knoxville okay this is our plea our public plea rod wave please make a trip out to knoxville please. so your number one fan jewel spear can see you please thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay last question i have for you jewel before you can get on out of here is this question that i ask everybody when they come on this podcast when you sing rocky top do you woo you have to you have to, hands down. Have to. Okay. Or it's 
like, or it's not a part of the song, like you're missing a lyric. And your favorite song, if you miss the lyric, you're not really singing the song, so. Exactly. Fair enough. That's all you have to say. Mm-hmm. Well, Jewel, thank you so much for coming on this podcast with me. I've said it before, but I just feel like you have been a part of this Lady Vol family for so long, and we are just so excited to see all that you guys do this upcoming season. Thank you. I'm excited. <laughs> Thanks so much, you guys, for listening to this episode of Everything Orange. As always, be sure to follow us on all of our Vol Sports platforms so you don't miss out on a single update. But before we go, here's a look at everything going on with Tennessee Athletics this upcoming week. Unfortunately, there's nothing happening on the calendar tonight, but tomorrow we have some exciting events to look forward to. At 11 a.m. in Allen Jones Intercollegiate Aquatic Center, the swimming and diving team hosts the Kentucky Wildcats and the Florida Gators in a huge huge home meet. Y'all, if you're in town and looking for a good sporting event to check out, I highly, highly, highly recommend stopping over there. Then on the road, cross country competes in the Hokie Open at Virginia Tech, while men's tennis starts competition in the Hagedorn Hidden Duel in San Diego, California. Lastly, you can check out the Lady Vol volleyball team taking on the Florida Gators in Gainesville at 7 p.m. Saturday is homecoming on Rocky Top as the Vols take on UConn at noon in Neyland Stadium. And you guys, I already checked the weather and the high says 68. So it's just going to be an absolutely beautiful fall day to enjoy some Tennessee football. Then on Sunday, it's a first for the Lady Vol basketball team as they take on USA's women's national team in an exhibition matchup at 6 p.m. in Food City Center. Monday, men's tennis starts its week-long Knoxville Challenger here at home in the Good Friend Tennis Center, while in the evening, men's basketball takes on Tennessee Tech at 6.30 in the Food City Center. Lastly, on Tuesday, women's basketball takes on Florida A&M at 6.30. Well, that's a wrap on Rocky Top. Tune in next Thursday for another episode of Everything Orange. Bye, y'all.